and welcome to my little corner of the internet, where love of adventure meets love of literature. I'm Amy, also known as Bookworm Explores, and Read the Road is where I'll be sharing the places I've been, the pages I've turned, and the conversations I've had with people along the way. If you've ever felt the need to embark on an adventure and explore somewhere new, whether that means physically leaving your front door or throwing yourself into the pages of a new book, there'll be something for you here. Hello, it's me, I'm back. It's me, hi. I'm the problem, it's me. Um, yeah, you didn't you didn't sign up to listen to karaoke, but hi, I'm back. Apologies for the delay. I had a bit of an unexpected mid-season hiatus in the midst of a challenging couple of weeks. In the interest of transparency, I had a lot going on and needed to really kind of strip down my diary and my to-do list and prioritise just a sort of a handful of activities. I was on the socials a lot less. I, I put some quality family time first and I was also taken down by my first ever bout of covid I can't believe I managed almost three years before it caught up with me, but boy, did it catch up with me. It took me down. It wiped me out. That was 10 days of my life I'm never getting back. And I think I have the reduced lung capacity to show for it. It's not all doom and gloom, though. Since I... See, this is this is not going well. I'm out of practice and I've forgotten how to talk. Um, I was going to say it's not all in doom... <laughs> It's not all doom and gloom, though. Since I last graced your earbuds, I've had some really exciting things happen, including a wonderful girls' trip to North Wales, which will probably make up the bulk of this episode, um, and some other... Um, what else? Maybe it's just that. Maybe that was the only exciting thing that's happened. Oh, no, it's been Christmas run-up and all that kind of craziness. Um, and I've had some other things confirmed for next year, which I'm kind of keeping under wraps for now, but... Yeah, it's it's been a roller coaster of a couple of weeks, but I'm finally feeling like I've got enough of my life back together to be able to talk to you all again. Um, before I get into that, though, I want to share with you some wonderful things happening over at the Adventurous Book Club. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this to you all before, but I am an admin on Instagram alongside three other very inspirational bookworms for this online adventure-themed book club called the Invent- the Adventurous Book Club. We share book recommendations, have social media takeovers, make each other accountable at weekly 6.30am coffee mornings, and just enjoy conversing with other like-minded folk. I just hit my microphone, so if that was all a bit wobbly, I do apologise. I feel like this is going to be a lot of you listening to me learn how to do this all over again. Um, But as of January 2023, I'm going to be hosting the first ever Adventurous Book Club read-along, which I'm absolutely buzzing about. I feel like it's gonna, I'm going to be able to use my teacher skills that I'm not really utilizing to lead a group and ask questions and, and stuff. Um, but the members have been voting over the past couple of weeks and our first read-along book is going to be Breathless by Amy McCulloch. As much as all of the books sounded brilliant, I was secretly hoping for this one. So thanks, guys. Um, the back cover, or blurb, best word ever, uh, reads, It's ice cold, you're miles from help, and one of you will be next. When struggling journalist Cecily Wong is invited to join an expedition to climb one of the world's tallest mountains, it seems like the chance of a lifetime. She doesn't realise how deadly the climb will be. As their small team starts to climb, things start to go wrong. There's theft, then an accident, then a mysterious note pinned to her tent. There's a murderer on the mountain. The higher they get, the more dangerous the climb becomes, and the more they need to trust one another. And that's when Cecily finds the first body. I mean, come on. I cannot wait to throw myself into that one. If you fancy joining us reading this book and meeting up to discuss it, head over to the Adventurous Book Club Instagram and request to follow. 
You'll be asked to tell us a bit about yourself before you're accepted uh, as a member. And then once you're in, feel free to get involved as much or as little as you like. We're also going to be supporting a local independent bookseller with this read along as well, which I feel really good about. Anywho, now that I've plugged that little venture, I can backtrack with the... No, backtrack is not what I meant. Get back on track with the places I've been and the pages I've turned. Those of you who follow me on the good old socials may remember that I spent the weekend in North Wales at the beginning of December. Not the usual adventure to Snowdonia, though. This time I headed to the Clwydian range. Again, I'm really sorry if the pronunciation is wrong. I'm going to start visiting. I'm, I'm only, let me start again. I'm going to start only visiting places that I can pronounce, I think, because this is just getting embarrassing now. Um, but yeah, I, had, we, I headed to the Clwydian range to meet up with four wonderful ladies and enjoy a Christmassy girls weekend of wine and cheese and Christmas movies, Bailey's hot chocolate. I think there was a hike we squeezed in um, and a temperamental hot tub. But it was the days before and after meeting them, however, that I want to share with you in this episode. Although I wasn't planning on meeting up with the others until Friday evening, I decided to make the most of my newfound flexible working and head up to North Wales on the Thursday evening and stay in a hostel in Llangothlin um, with the aim of getting up for a sunrise hike and then working from the hostel for the day before heading to Typhamo Geologist, which is where I was then going to hole up for the next couple of nights. When I arrived in Langothlin on the Thursday night, I had a real moment of gratitude and realisation of how glad I was that I made the decision that I did a few months ago to give me this freedom. I never thought I'd be able to be in the position where I could take my laptop with me and work from somewhere that's completely different. And that was just a really sobering moment that I had had to myself um, before I then planned my sunrise hike for the next morning to Castel de Nesbran which coincidentally is just on the hill by the town I was staying in. I had zero expectations considering the whole valley had been shrouded in fog for most of the week, but I vowed to get up and give it a go regardless. If nothing else, it was getting my steps in and it was just being able to get up and go for a walk before work. Um, Boy, was I glad I did that. Oh my goodness. After a 30 minute slog in, slog in the fog, hey, um, on Friday morning, I'd completely given up all hope of any views. I even passed some trail runners who came trotting down the hill with the um, throwaway comment of, oh, you're not going to get a sunrise from up there. I would just turn around. It's, it's cold. It's it's foggy. I'm like, no, going to crack on. Um, but as I approached the stone shadows that sort of loomed in the distance, I noticed the blue sky breaking above me. And before I knew it, I was on top of the clouds for my first ever real experience of a cloud or temperature inversion. I cried. Judge me if you will, but I was so glad I persevered because the sky was just incredibly breathtaking. It was here where I had the first wonderful encounter of my trip. I had the ruins to myself for a good 10 minutes or so, um, and they're actually, at the moment, they're excavating new parts of the ruins, of the castle ruins, which is really cool. So I had a little wander around uh, um, by myself for a while, before this lovely gentleman just kind of appeared from the fog below me. We exchanged pleasantries from opposite sides of the the castle for a while. There was sort of a ditch in between and we just shouted pleasantly, like nicely. We kind of shouted at each other um, before bumping into each other again a few minutes later. He explained to me that he walks up to this castle every single morning. So I think I got the impression that he's lived in the town all of his life. And every single morning, without fail, through COVID, through everything, he has walked up to that castle around sunrise with his camera 
and just take takes photos for a range of different blogs, as well as a group where he shares um, photos of Welsh weather phenomenon. This is where he told me that it was a really good spot for Brocken Spectres. Insert learning moment here. I always thought it was Broken Spectres. Um, I didn't know if it was some kind of link to the broken light fragments that caused them, but apparently it's Brocken after the mountain range where they're often seen in Germany. Fun fact. You are welcome. Um, <laughs> alas, this experience had to be saved for another day. I, it, the sunlight just wasn't in the right place. Um, but I enjoyed ooing and ahhing over the clouds quite enough. Um, I headed back down into the town to start my day of work and waved him off with a smile on my face. There's something really special about random interactions with pleasant strangers that never fails to put me in a good mood for the day. My mum actually said to me something along, along the lines of once, um, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher this, sorry mum, and it was a story about, or well, not necessarily a story, um, I don't know, but she she kind of said... If two people who speak English went to visit a country abroad together that don't speak English, they would spend the whole experience only conversing with each other. Um, But if one of them were to go alone, they would learn the language and interact with the people because they wouldn't have anyone else to speak uh, English. So they'd have to learn how to pronounce some foods in the native language and experience things that perhaps they wouldn't have experienced if they were with somebody else that they were comfortable with. And I do think this is one of the reasons why I enjoy traveling so much, uh, so much by myself. Not necessarily because I like being completely alone, which don't get me wrong, I do. Um, but because I love the wonder around who you might get talking to and the stories that they might tell. I will come back to this one later. Um, but I worked half the day at the hostel and the other half from a coffee shop just across the road on that Friday. Not just any coffee shop, I may add. It stated coffee and books on the sign that I noticed from the road. So you can imagine I was signed, sealed, delivered. I knew that's where I was going to be. Unfortunately, uh, work had other ideas and I had a lot to do on that Friday. Um, So I didn't have time to explore the whole top floor, which was filled with thousands of secondhand collectible books. Um, So I made the decision to stick a pin in it and spend the day in the town on the Sunday after all of the girls had gone home. Fast forward. That was me fast forwarding. I need to learn how to insert real sound effects, I think. Unless you guys like my singing and sound effects, then please do feel free to let me know. (laughs) For those of you who don't, really sorry. Um, So yes, fast forward to Sunday and I was absolutely over the moon to spend the chilly day exploring the beautiful town of Langothlin. I browsed some charity shops, bought some crispy bits and bobs, did a little bit of shopping, bought lots of food, and then I headed back to the bookshop. As I mentioned in episode three... I think it was episode three, the last episode, I have created the habit of collecting a book from any area that I visit. So I spent a little while browsing before I realized how humongous this shop was and that I might not naturally stumble across the local interest section like I perhaps would have done in another bookshop by myself. This is where I had my second wonderful conversation with a stranger on this trip. I approached the lady at the till and asked her to point me to the local interest area, which hilariously was right next to where I was standing and opposite the till cue embarrassment um I told her all about my collection and why I was asking about the local interest section and she talked me through several different books that would fit the bill before talking really passionately about the book The Ladies of Langothlin and I think it was her enthusiasm and passion that drew me towards that book and the story that she was able to tell um she passed me the novel and she told me that they were really hard to get hold of which again was another reason I went for it Um, 
and told me all about these two remarkable women who, in the late 1700s, early 1800s, escaped the social... Oh, I just... I've got a dead leg. Oh, pins and needles. Oh, no. Oh, that was going to be a really good moment. Um, <laughs> they escaped the social pressures of conventional marriages and scandalously built a life in a home together in North Wales. Take that, patriarchy. Um, she told me that he could visit their house, which I did as soon as I left the bookshop, and then told me that I was a really happy, bubbly and friendly person. I was just like, oh my goodness, that's so kind. Um, so we chatted for a little while. She asked me what I'd done for a living and I told her all about teaching and, and what I was doing now and how I'm still yet to kind of find my purpose and my passion and be able to balance the two things. Um, and... She listened so intently before telling me a very similar story about her, her, about her life. So she used to be a scientist. Um, she did tell me what kind of scientist, but I, I should have written it down. I can't remember exactly what type of scientist she was. A really incredibly fascinating, intelligent, intellectual lady. Um, and she told me how she left her life as a scientist to escape to North Wales and became a fell runner and spent her days running and wild swimming and working at the bookshop. I mean, that just sounds like she was living the dream. I was in absolute awe of her. And before leaving, um, she kind of wished me well in all my future travels and told me to come back and visit her to fill her in on any of my sort of future achievements. And it all felt so genuine and heartfelt that I felt like I was talking to a long lost family member. I almost considered asking if I could interview her for this podcast, actually. But maybe that'll be a question I ask when I go back. Isn't it funny how you can feel so motivated by the kind words of a complete stranger? I guess that's what I want to leave you all with at the end of this episode, is that you never know how your words or interactions or behaviour may affect someone that you don't even know. And I think that's so incredibly powerful. Also a bit deep. These are meant to be really lighthearted conversations, so sorry. Also, if anyone goes to visit Langothlin and goes into this bookshop, please tell her I said hello. <laughs> She'll probably have no idea who I am and probably doesn't remember me at all. Or the conversation that we had is, is nowhere near as significant for her as it was for me. But I would love for people to go and visit the town, go and explore the bookshop. You, if, if you're visiting, you absolutely have to go and explore the bookshop. Um, and yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. I hope you've enjoyed hearing about another of the wonderful places that I've been and the pages that I have turned. Make sure to check out the description below for links around accommodation and book recommendations as usual. Um, but thank you so much again for all of you who have downloaded, listened, messaged me, especially those of you who, who messaged me out of genuine concern. It was so lovely to, to hear that people were, had grown to expect my podcast on a bi-weekly basis and were checking in on me to check that I was okay. It was, I mean, I, I knew that people were downloading but for people to be so eager to, to wait for the next episode to the point where they messaged me, I just thought that was amazing. And I just want to thank you all for your, for your lovely, lovely comments. Um, episode five will be my last episode of 2022. And I'm going to be talking you through my five favorite reads of this year and a few, a few plans I have for 2023. So remember to pop on to the Adventurous Book Club if you want to join in our reading read along and have a wonderful Christmas, I guess. That still feels really weird to say. Okay, thanks. Bye.